The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. <laughs> no. Did you know what I was going to do? No. Ready? Yeah. Should I hit start and start again? No, I want to do it for like this. Hey, Visigoth. <laughs> Happy Worldwide Visigoth Day, buddies of Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Sarah, 24 hours ago, I didn't know what a Visigoth was. We got schooled on it. Oh, yeah. We got schooled on it. Now by, I know. Uh, a former pixie. Here's what I am surprised with: the Visigoths defeated the Roman Empire. That's the Roman not keeping Empire? Roman very strong. But you know, it is very strong. This podcast, our friendship, too, right now, our friendship. <laughs> Facebook made a video the other day. They were like, "You've been friends for three years," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, we've been doing for three years." Yeah, Facebook. Uh, this is Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling on the MLW Radio Network. If you are just joining this podcast, if you are new to this podcast, if you are like, look, I have heard people rave about this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find it's supposed it out. to be funny. It's supposedly entertaining. They don't just break down raw, raw or smack. They don't fight like Brian and Mike on <gasps> Wrestling Observer. Too much fighting. What do you think the hierarchy is uh, with Brian, Mike, and Dave? What's the ranking? Oh, what you, it's clearly it's Dave mm-hmm. and then Brian. Uh-huh. And then Brian takes it up. But I bet Brian's wife goes, you know you do all the work. But goes, what if uh, Dave... Don't like, you like to think that Brian's wife always like, you do all the, you you know, do you all do the all work. work. And then for some reason, Dave just, when he wants to talk, he just gets it. You know what? I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to say anything else. But what if Dave like really respects Mike and is like, yeah, I, 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 I want to hear from Mike. Semper, well, Semper I, don't know. I don't know. There's, I mean, there's other guys too. There's, there's, uh, yeah, but they're not on the, there's not Vinny. The Brian behaves himself with Vinny because Vinny, like, acquiesces to him. Uh-huh. It's all, there's a whole dynamic. I love, no, keep breaking this down because people, people like this. Because he'll always do, like, fat jokes about Vinny and stuff. Vinny's always kind of like, oh, okay, Brian. Okay, Brian. Um, <laughs> let's be nice. Him and Mike, the, him and Mike Semper Vivi, Brian Alvarez, if you don't know from the Wrestling Observer website, they just, man, they just, they fight Ooh, like they siblings. Fight. They do. And yeah. it's kind of like, oh, come on, guys. There's enough fighting Get in the world. Get to the news. Yeah. There's enough fighting in the world. That's why this podcast, we almost never fight. No. We save that for when we're alone in our apartment. <laughs> and when Sarah, here's what Sarah does. Okay. She yells at me because I leave the windows open too much. And no. she thinks <laughs> that our cats are so miserable, they're going to jump out to their deaths. No, I think that our cats are so big and clumsy, which you can't deny that they're going to accidentally knock that screen out. And it's going to be just like on all the CTA ads where they're like, you left the window open more than this many inches. Yeah. It's on you. More, We've had enough deaths of this we'll household write, this week. We'll have to write Tears in Heaven, a sequel to Tears in Heaven. On I our knew you were going to bring that ukulele. up. Um, DJ ate our precious house plant this week. Yeah, Sarah bought these plants that if you touch them, they try to bite you. They're sensitive plants. They're mm. not Venus flytraps. And uh, and I related to them. I was like, yeah, when I get touched, zone, sometimes I close up. In a Twilight Zone episode, come to life, <laughs> uh, DJ ate the plants and then Sarah cried. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is just there was nothing but time. Now it was going to be me and my plants. And then I, I have a. There was one night when I was getting nosebleeds where I couldn't sleep, and uh, I was watching an old Twilight Zone episode, and it was like with a camera, mm-hmm. and the camera told the future. Mm-hmm. And I was, oh, like, I remember that. Getting tired, so I think I hit record. So I mm-hmm. still have to watch the end of it. 
I remember that one. Did you ever see that Rick and Morty episode where he's like, yes. yeah, yeah, and then this does this, and then and this like, does that. Hey, come <laughs> He on. just like dunked on him on every one of his things. Oh, so funny. Uh, well, Sarah, we didn't even really finish introducing this episode. We really haven't. If you are new to this podcast, go to iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe. Hmm? I was creeping over on iTunes. I love it. I appreciate it. Someone called us social justice warriors. <laughs> there was a weird... <laughs> I kind of drifted away from the reviews for a little bit because there was a weird month where we got two like, real stinkers. Yeah. And I can kind of be like, <laughs> yeah. But I'm also like, ouch. <laughs> yeah. But then when I came back... There were so many more nice reviews, and those okay. ones were already in the past by like a year almost. There you go. Also, uh, the email address, Marty and Sarah at lovewrestling at gmail.com. Uh, some of you fine folks wrote us some merch ideas, and yeah. we are going to run with some of those. And we're cooking up some merch. Hopefully, by next week, we'll have a fun little announcement. About and, merch. Uh, uh, yes, merch. And uh, all the international orders are going out this week. A lot of the buddies domestically are getting their stuff from the sale. And I love it. I love those pictures. Keep them going. Uh, thanks to Marty in the Warehouse for really handling that sale like a pro. Well, I got some emails already. And somebody said, hey, Marty in the Warehouse, I was supposed to get a small, but he sent me a medium. Uh, but my wife likes the medium better. So well, you know he's going to not get fired. Was that Marty in the warehouse was also having a lot of nosebleeds and, should have and been also, sleeping but and was yeah, packing. was told not yeah. to bend over or lift anything, but then packed every single order. So some of them might not be right. I'll be honest with you. What are you? A couple do? times Marty in the warehouse told me that I had been wrong when I did the inventory. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. It's the life. It's the life we live. Yeah, we're a small business just trying to make it. It's the Mon Pa. We're gonna make it after all. Did you hear? I was listening to an interview with Kevin Smith, and when he had that heart attack and he was getting operated on in his head, he or like I don't know if they put him under yet or whatever, he was singing the Degrassi. <laughs> whatever it takes, I know I can make it. That's kind of nice. Yeah, I thought that was a nice little story. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, speaking of nice little stories, you and I are gonna be at. A-A-W. A-A-W, this Friday at the beautiful Logan Square Auditorium for Take No Prisoners. Stacked card. You going to you gonna go, Sarah? You going to check it out or what? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to check it out. <laughs> yes, sometimes. Very good. Jessica Havoc against Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Uh, They've been really crushing it with their women's matches. I think for have. a little while, um, me and my bud Tiffany were like, she was like, man, they really, every time I've gone there, haven't been any women's matches. Yeah. And I remember when I first started going to A-W shows, that was like when Ruby Riot was on her way to becoming Ruby Riot. Yes. <laughs> and um I was like, wow, this is so cool. And then for a little while there weren't a lot of women and now yeah. the women are back in full force. They are. We even had a taste of Tennille one time. We certainly did have a taste of Tennille. Mhm. Uh but some very fun matchups. Uh Eddie Kingston against Fred Yehai. Zima Ion against Trey Miguel. A uh, couple debuts, Brody King and Darby Allen. That'll be very fun. Yeah. Uh, Lucha Brothers against AR Fox and Myron Reed. It's That's going to be, gonna be cool. real fun. Yeah, it's going to be very cool. Yeah. All that and much, much more. Come say hi to us. Come Marty will be busy hi. most of the time. I'll be busy a little bit of the time. We'll make time. We'll make time. Podcast favorites, besties in the world will be there. Scarlet Bordeaux and Colt. Boom, boom. Cabana. He yelled anyway, at me to wash Sarah. my hands today on Twitter. Well, you know, wash I your hands. I had markers all over them. Sarah, we have a unofficial official sponsor for this week's episode. Unofficial official affiliate sponsor. Affiliate. I am so sorry. Uh, Sarah, have you ever used an Airbnb? Stop. I'm sorry? Yes, but not this one. <laughs> have you ever stayed in a comfortable townhouse in the heart of <laughs> Alente, North Las Vegas? You know. Do you and four other guests <laughs> want to stay in two bedrooms, use two baths? 
<laughs> or two beds and two and a half baths. <laughs> you can with my new friends, Airbnb. Yeah, so what's the ladies what's and the, gentlemen? What's the gimmick on this? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let me hand it over to my friend Ryback. Hey, what's up everybody? Oh boy. Putting the place up for Airbnb for a dollar for a one hundred and nineteen dollars per night. I swear to god it was hundred and thirty nine dollars earlier today. Yeah, I know, no bites. Like I gotta move this shit. That place has got to go. But it's Airbnb, so it's like you still have it. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be real into people like showing up and making the place messy. Also, yes. Uh, let's talk about. I the love pictures. people. I'm a people person. Let's talk about the pictures you put up. Uh, you call them pictures. I call them little pit stops of motivation. Okay. Yeah. So you have a lot of um framed motivational small posters. Yes. And every. It's like you did on purpose. Every shot of the bathroom, the toilet seats up. <laughs> Why? Sun's out, seats up. I'm a man, and I don't want to have anybody tell me what to do. Uh huh. So I leave the seat up. Okay. It's very easy to put it down. <laughs> it's not a problem. I know it looks like no one lives in my house. Yeah. I know. It also, looks- like there are some odd choices where, like, you had a couch with some cup holders. Oh, you think I facing- made some odd choices yeah. in my decorating? You think so? Yeah. A uh, uh, weird set of. You don't like the desk of shame in the corner? It's there's a window like right next to it where you could put the desk at the window yeah. and look out. It Windows said- are for winners. Start winning, and I'll move your desk. But then, if you move it, it's gonna be like a corner up against a flat wall. Like well, you bought it to go in the corner. Yeah. And you have your couch facing a blank wall. Yeah. You have a dresser that would be a perfectly good TV stand, but yet you've mounted the TV about two feet above the dresser. Hey, I got mounting money. What can I say? Yeah, but... So when I'm busy at all my indie shows, you can just hang there and just chill? Where do you live? Do you get a hotel when people stay at the Airbnb? Because that's a money loss. I just pack a bag and go out to the club and see what happens stop yeah what if you want to bring somebody back i'll just go somewhere other Speaking their of place bringing somebody back phoenix yeah. marie's been really busy lately it's almost like she doesn't want to do the podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man you have a window into my soul oh i'm sorry right next thing i know you'll be writing a medium post about me i'm not gonna write a medium post medium about you post. No. but if it's for me it have to, it couldn't be medium because i'm the big guy yeah, maybe uh uh, I'm going to have yours. Yours would be called Feed Me Enough. Yeah. It would be like one time there was a wrestler making all his dreams come true. And everybody thought he's going to win the WWE title. Mm-hmm. But then CM Punk and John Cena made sure I didn't do it and they ruined everything for me. But you really turned it around and made it obvious who it was about. <laughs> oh, should I make it a little more ambiguous? Yeah, you went like once upon a time there was a wrestler and it was me and it was bad. And then... He became an Airbnb host, like Faulty Towers, but different. Here's the thing. I don't want to like grind on you too hard because I just want to simply point out that- like, I have cable and Wi-Fi. <laughs> the password is protein. <laughs> so- The network some, is El Pollo Loco. <laughs> somebody got on Twitter El and Pollo like, Local Wi-Fi. Okay. <laughs> somebody on Twitter was like- Hey man, it's really rough to see like how far you've fallen and your response is like, you know what, you don't have any idea what it's like to be me, you don't know about positivity and like ding dong ding and you this and that. You don't know what it's like to be the right back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how are you doing? Is this what you wanted? Hey. Did you want to have an Airbnb run an Airbnb? I did this with the secret one time. Uh-huh. I said, I just wish 
I could make more people my family. And now basically they will be my family. You could get a job leading some kind of educational forum Listen, for life changes. I could do that to you. But for $119, you can sleep in the bed where I bang. That's a pretty good deal. That's a pretty good deal. You don't see John Cena doing that. No, he would never do an Airbnb, Guess what? When I'm not home, take your fucking shoes off, keep them on. I don't care. Yeah, just be aware that there's a staircase, it says, under the house rules. Yeah. Anyway, so just check it out if you're in the Vegas area and you don't want to be by all those hotels and people <laughs> playing buckets and selling waters. Isn't that kind of why people go to Vegas is to kind of nah, be among all that? You want to have about an hour ride into downtown. Is it about an hour? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you do. You maybe should if know. if you drive fast, it can be 45. <laughs> Who knows? It's a hop, skip, another hop, a couple more skips away from downtown Veggie. Um, when I posted that, my childhood friend's mom, who I'm friends with on Facebook, commented that her son lives near there. Yeah, it's a great area. Yeah. It's a real great area to rent out an Airbnb. Yeah, well, maybe if I'm going to visit my high school friend's there's brother's a out, There's family. a patio where at night you can, guys can just go out there. and just No, but it like, said no parties. Yeah, no parties. None. <laughs> no parties. Stop pointing your finger at me. You like to have parties. No parties. Okay. I don't want to hear it. I don't want my neighbors going, oh, you had a party last night? I'll be like, God dang it. Would no. you be mad if um, somebody went out there and you know just had hosted a wedding at your place? <sighs> Unbelievable. It's not a party. Unbelievable. You and the party go down to the Ambrose's. <laughs> that would be fun. Take that shit down to the I Ambrose's. would like that Airbnb. Oh, yeah, would you? Yeah, I would. Anyway, everybody's a welcome except Pat. <laughs> my former best friend. All right, have a great show. Glad to hear Phoenix is still All right. welcome. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Sarah. Do you want to stay there? Uh, Marty? I wonder how that works if you're I blocked. Mean, we were going to plan a trip. Yeah. Yeah, you and I. We could, yeah. just, we could go stay I'm there. I'm not a big Las Vegas guy, I'll be honest I also you. don't want to have to talk to him. God. What if he was just like, ah, my plans fell through this weekend. I'm just going to be in the basement. You won't even know I'm here. <sighs> but your Ryback's not a good, you don't have a good impression of oh, him. Hi, I'm Ryback, your <laughs> landlord. I'll be in the basement. You know what's interesting? What? I've noticed that um, Ryback yes. sounds a lot like the MyPillow spokesman. <laughs> my pillow has got he ha, he sounds like Jesse Ventura a lot who has that like Minnesota my pillow <laughs> former sponsor the former former no uh, former almost sponsor. almost sponsor we almost got my pillow as a sponsor and then they decided they didn't want their good Christian programming yeah, right. on Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling I thought they were going to send us a satin blue shirt and a cross and a couple pillows and, and uh, they asked Marty to grow his mustache what was that purple pillow we watched a review of the hundred dollar purple mattress they make a hundred dollar purple pillow it's like 10 pounds it's like 10 pounds and it's just kind of like looks like an industrial 10 pounds of purple gold plastic yeah and the guy was like it really stinks if you have a purple go. pillow yeah, uh, let, let us, us know. know if you like it we've never been sponsored by them and if we are we'll probably have a different tune uh, <laughs> my pillow, purple pillow, Casper mattress, ding dong, ding dong, internet. Okay, uh, Sarah. <laughs> the biggest news of the week isn't real fun. I guess it's not real fun. It's the 
the announcement that the WWE and Fox, they've reached a deal. SmackDown Live is moving to Fox in, I don't even know what, 20... What? You said October of 2019. I thought it was fun until I found that out. I thought it'd be fun to watch them all scramble to put together a TV deal. It's like a five-year deal worth a billion dollars. SmackDown's going to be on Friday now. What does that mean? Somebody on Twitter said that their daughter was like, wow... Paige is a really good general manager. That's adorable. Yeah. That is That's the best thing to come adorable. out of this. I love that. Like, wow, Paige really was like working hard for SmackDown. Man, she hasn't even been there that long, and she's already just put together she's a, already billion them a billion dollar deal. Dollars. Well, I guess you can't fire her now. No. No, you can't fire me. Hey, I did set up Paige. that deal, Paige. and I fucking love it. Paige, what were those board meetings like? Oh, uh, it was just like a lot of fucking, you know, like, oh, do you like telly? It was like, yeah, fucking, of course. Everybody's like jerking each other off. Not really, yeah, but they're yeah, like, yeah. you know, oh, can I get you LaCroix? Can I get you Perrier? And it's like, can what? we just like sign the papers? What? Why did you decide Friday night? Well, that was sort of a compromise because I said Thursday would be great because Thursday it's like people want a drink, yeah. but they don't want to be out super late. You know, they late. say Thursday's the new Friday. Exactly. Because Friday's like a fucking waste of a day. Yeah. And then fucking they were like, no, let's go Friday. They were like, we don't really have anything and we don't think wrestling fans are going to be out and about. And I was like, I'm out every Friday yeah. fucking screaming, riding the Navy Pier Ferris wheel, getting straight to the top, yeah. getting my megaphone out and just like, you know, just as hard as I... Did you see that viral video of two lynxes fucking meowing, screaming at each other? I did not. Yeah, it was going crazy on the internet. You should be on the internet more, Marty, okay. because then you would miss shit like this. Yeah. And they're like... And, you know, okay. like both in, in the same time. It was fucking crazy. That's the shit I'm about. Okay. But... We went with Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. TGIF. So I'm about to go get fucking crazy with my friend Bex and her husband David. Sure. They're blacksmiths. You may have seen them yeah, on Money for yeah, Nothing. I have. And today we're just going to try to like, I don't know. I'm bringing in a couple old guitars, like electric guitars, and I'm going to see if we can make like a fucking chair out of them. Hey, you never know. You Those know, just like can... bend them up and put them with, uh, like a metal bass on them. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like a bass like guitar, but we sure. could. Did you watch the Royal Wedding this weekend? Oh, yeah, fucking. I fucked it up. Yeah. I thought Megan looked so beautiful. Sure. They were like, WWE did this thing where they're like, let's get Paige an invite to the wedding because she's British. And I was like, I'm not inviting myself to shit. It's like, right. I know what weddings are like. Yeah. I've been to, everybody's wedding is the same, basically. Sure. This yeah. one was just a little more stuffy. Like it's like, parade. I don't want to sit by the Queen. I don't want to sit by James Corden. You know what yeah. I mean? I want to be fucking dancing and booting, scooting around. Sure. I would, I guess I would hang out. If I went, I would have hung out with Serena Williams. Okay. I think she's fucking badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's cool. I love tennis. Okay. People don't know that about no, me. No, they but don't. But I fucking played varsity singles for like ever. Oh, wow. When I wasn't wrestling. Yeah, how'd it go? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah? Quarterfinals. Wow. Yeah, in the, in the, you know how the British don't have like states? Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. I was like a regional champion of sure. Wales. Sure. Oh, sure. Cool. Yeah, whatever. My serve yeah. is like fucking... Tasty. Are you one of those uh, uh, tennis players that scream a lot? When you yeah, like, I do like, huh. Okay. Puh. Okay. Hip-eh. Okay. You know, it's like fucking whatever. I like, I like the sound of a tennis ball getting hit. I think it's a very soothing sound. Cool. Yep, that's it. Yep. I'm really good at fucking Foley. Sure, yeah. No, for like, if I was in a movie, give me a sound effect and I'll do it. Um, I'm like fucking, what's his face from Police Academy? Michael, Wins- Jones? Michael yeah. Winslow. Yeah. No, that's fucking... Carl uh, Winslow is who I'm yeah. thinking of from Family Matters. Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. Carl Winslow? I do. Steve, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. 
Steve's like, bitch, this is my show. Yeah, I used to watch that on Friday nights, but now I guess if I was a kid, I'd be. It's watching. hard when you're an adult because it's like yeah. you have places to go on Friday. Yeah, where are you gonna watch it? The bar. Huh? Give me a foley sound. I'll do some foley for you. Um, give me somebody eating um potato chips. For sure. There you go. That's the bad crap. Okay. Thing. You have to kind of go like. Okay. Yeah. Um, give me um, give me uh horses galloping. Wow. Okay. Hey. Yeah. What's that? That's what good pussy sounds oh, like. Okay. See you later. Get out of here, Paige. <laughs> I am so sorry to any parents out there listening right now. And children. With their children, and now they have to explain that to them. It's a vine. Here's the deal. Uh, a lot of time before, uh, they're on Fox. When SmackDown moves over, they're mm-hmm. gonna have to bulk. That. I don't know why I wanted to go if. When that show moves over, if they it's happening, they are gonna have to bulk that show up. They're gonna make some changes. Was that a steroids joke? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if Paige will be the GM when they move that show over. She's not here. You don't have to whisper. Who would you make as the GM? What did you say, Stone Cold? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have to get a huge name. And they've got a whole lot of money to spend. Wouldn't it be funny if they were like, yeah, we're going to get a huge name. It's going to be Dave Meltzer. No, it's not going to be Dave Meltzer. I would not be surprised if they're not like, hey, Steve. It's going to be Dave Meltzer and Carrie Silken. (laughs) Why is Carrie asleep? Why is Carrie just texting the whole time? Carrie, the champion is being challenged by three people. Are we going to have a fatal four-way at the pay-per-view? Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, great, sure. Great, great, great. Uh, but no, I think I think they're going to I'm gonna... Instagramming Marty and Sarah. <laughs> Listen. Last time uh when they moved to SmackDown Live, they got Marles the host. There was the commentator. So they're mm-hmm. going to change things up. I think that if Raw is on USA, I don't think Graves will do both. No. Girl, Graves has been Graves, getting all trubbies. What is going on with him lately, man? Uh his hair was real flat this week. Well, he he did the uh the real tight uh, pony on, yeah. on our bun, whatever you want to call it, on SmackDown. But on Raw, he did this like wispy. I'm comb wondering over. if like somebody messed it up, and he's trying to be like, no, 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 this is what I wanted. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not into him lately. <gasps> yeah, you kind of changed your tune. You know, you you changed your tune on Corey Graves the same way that I kind of changed my tune on the our Melibration. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. But I, I mean, obviously, when they move it over, they're going to make some big old changes, and and who knows? Who knows if there'll be a brand split at the time. Who knows what'll be what? The big question I was wondering about this mm-hmm. is for WrestleMania weekend. Does that Friday show are people going to get there? For, well, I mean, I guess it'll be live Friday. One of our buds, yeah. DJ Accident Report, yeah, predicted at last or, or suggested last WrestleMania. Wouldn't it be so great to have it be like a two night crazy wild event? Yeah, we might need it. It might be very cool, but uh, all the pay per views are going to be longer now. I think. Well, I mean, is this this, is it what they're going to do? Is like, and then when would NXT? So are they going to do like SmackDown Friday, NXT Saturday, Mania Sunday, Raw Monday? SmackDown Tuesday again? No, SmackDown's not. (laughs) This is when the switch happens. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess they're going to cross those bridges. Or or or. No, because they're, they're all going to be there. I was going to say, do they make those maniacs hang out in that town 
from for an like, extra week till you go Monday for Raw. No, 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 no. Because you have to have that Raw after Mania. Yeah, for raw sure. Raw before Mania is no. But I'm saying you show. have Not that Raw after Mania. Away from your home in but the you town. have that Raw after Mania, and then maybe one night is. Oh my god. Oh. No, so you'll be there. I, they'll have to move like the Hall of Fame around, maybe, and Hall NXT of Fame will be around, maybe. Hall of Fame will be Saturday Thursday? morning Thursday? brunch. Saturday morning brunch. That's wild too, because then it's just like, how big can that SmackDown be? Because it's the it's the Friday before. Like, the big thing about Raw after Mania is all the like debuts. Same thing for the SmackDown. Yeah, well, it'll be the SmackDown before Mania. But like, what? But that I think that will be kind of fun to give people a week to kind of cool down. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, also we have a fucking yeah. crazy show when you're already back home. Will you be? Maybe they'll move towns by then. For that next Sure. One. Will you be excited to not have to watch a pay-per-view on Sunday, Raw on Monday? I'm telling you, Raw's been not fun to watch. We'll get Raw's into that in a little bit. Raw's been not fun to watch. But um, to kind of break things yeah, up a little I think, bit. Yeah, uh, I think that this, the Monday-Tuesday after the brand split has been like kind of a big brain fuck for a while. Yeah. And I'm excited to have there be a little bit of a break. Do I wish it was on like a Wednesday or a Thursday? Yeah, big time. Yeah. But I think I think it's very cool for. It'll be it, nice though to catch up like Saturday morning, like because we're usually like dooting around on Saturday mornings. I think if if you're a kid, I think this is very cool. Yeah, you know you're it's having like sleepovers. Those, what were those Friday Smackdowns? night shows that I was never allowed to watch? Where it would just, TGIF? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch those most great. of those shows. If I was a kid, but I wanted to. If I was a kid, I would be very excited that it was moving to Friday mm-hmm. because sleepovers, sleepovers. You just have all the wrestlers out. You're watching it. You're playing. You're having fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to worry about school on the next no day. No church in the morning. No church in the morning. No homework. That's kind of fun. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I, but yeah, I definitely think there'll be some big old changes. Um, Raw this week was a stinker. Oh, man. I'm sure by now everybody's heard, saw, heard everybody react to the Sami Zayn, Bobby Lashley sister segment. If you don't mind, I'd like to come in and Mrs. have a comment B? about it. Wow, yeah. Um, first of all, they put my boy up with Braun Strowman Listen. and they make a fruit joke about him. Oh, would you like some fruit? Uh-huh. And they look at him in his, <laughs> you know, LGBTQ inclusive shirt. And I yeah. said, if you're going to be inclusive like that, you have to be all the way inclusive. You can't be making fruit jokes, you know. You can't or putting say- or putting men in in, uh, in in women's clothing as a bit. Exactly. You can't say. Now, listen, some listeners are going to say we're being social justice warriors here. Oh, well, you know, my son is a good man yeah. and I'm a good woman. And I think sometimes when you're when you're labeling people who are trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. as a name that's supposed to be derogatory, yeah. then that says a bit of a something about you. I think so. A little bit. And yeah. it's hard. You know, nobody wants to examine themselves and say, oh, I'm bad it's because <laughs> nobody's wholly bad. Yeah. But I think some people could do with a scoop, two, three, four, five more bits of empathy. Sure. But here's what I thought what? about first of all. Sami Zayn comes running out. Yeah. And he's got pent up energy. You can oh, tell yeah. he's got something going on. I felt like he was like, Look, this ain't gonna be good. I'm gonna just go out there with all the energy in the world. I'm gonna try to sell this the best I can. Sometimes you have to do that if say you're filming a commercial or doing yeah. something that you don't feel like uh, doing so much. Yeah. And here's how I would have done that segment. Were I put my writer's hat on, let me be the only woman in the room. Oh. Here's what I would have done. Have Sammy come out and he brings out three 
beautiful women, uh, full women. I don't know if they're really his sisters or if they're actresses, okay. but for all intents and purposes, okay. they are. And he's going up to each one of them. Oh, did you, you know, your brother's a big liar and he's so bad. And they're all like, why did you bring me here? He's a good man. And he goes to the next, well, surely some of this is lies. No, no, no. He was a really good brother. We really love him. And then when Bobby comes out, they're hugging him and they're, you know, having a real good time. And then at the end of it, Sami Zayn looks like an idiot because that's what they wanted to make him do. That's what they wanted. So do it in a nice way. I love it. By the way, a bird just plummeted off maybe the roof of your building. I don't know where it landed, but it really freaked me out. Don't worry about it. What else must have freaked you out is that uh, Braun took on your... Oh, good transition, Marky. You You know you're good at what you do. Uh, Braun took on your sweet boy, Finn. It was a fun match. It was a fun match. You know, they have a good time together. They do. There's some really cute fan art going around of Braun squishing the apple and Finn getting scared. You know, it was very sweet. And he is a good man. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when you see something a bit questionable, a fruit bit. I didn't get that. I'll be honest, that one went over my head. Oh, a fruit bit. There was, well, people were talking about it online. Or, you know, having men dress as women and get beat up and all that. Yeah. You just have to say... People get mad and they say, oh, I can't watch WWE. It's not nice. And it's like, that's fair if you think that. But a lot of times you can assign the blame not to the actors saying the lines, but to the writers behind the scenes. And a lot of times it's not the writers as much as the man who set up a playground for himself. Yeah. And he makes the wrestlers do what he wants. Yeah. And a lot of times the stronger they are, the weirder the copy. Absolutely. So I'm here to say, hang in there. Keep supporting my son. <sighs> Keep supporting the wrestlers and, you know, be nice to each other. Unbelievable. Because at the end of the day, that's all we got. Mrs. B, thank you for shedding some light on that situation. Oh, of course. Marty, it was a pleasure talking to you. What's up? You're looking really great with your beard trimmed a bit short. Well, thank you. I'm trying to grow it back. Uh, what's what's uh, on the, the dinner menu for us tonight? Oh, tonight I'm doing a shepherd's pie. Ah, I feel like you always do shepherd's pie. <laughs> do I always? Is that I the only like you dish kind I of know? always do. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll switch it up a bit. Oh, yeah? And maybe I'll do like, um, oh, like a mince meat pile. Oh, a mince meat pile. I think pile. that's another Irish dish I'm that we sure all used to have. I'm sure it is. Just oh, like and people could say, oh, Mrs. B gets starts sounding a bit Scottish. Well, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> Bye, Marty. I, I preheated the oven for you. So. Oh, thank you. You're a good boy. Thank you. Ah, uh, well, I'm just good, Mrs. B. It's so fun having her cooking in here in this it's tiny apartment. So nice. I can, it's like I can just see her over there cooking. Uh, we watched a little clip or two of the <laughs> season debut of uh, Total Bellas. Or no, Total yeah, Total Bellas. Total Bellas. Uh, guess who's as chill and relaxed as ever? Man, Cena is just the most chill guy. He definitely doesn't always look like he's dealing with a short circuit behind his eyes. I can't wait till he Airbnbs that place. No, he would never. Apparently, he's into fancy rugs. Yeah, he really likes fancy you know, rugs. You know, there's a thing. that I, There was an old documentary about rich kids. Mm-hmm. And this, was, this came out years ago. This was like when Netflix first started streaming stuff. And Ivanka Trump was one of the people profiled. And... There, that, and there's this documentary called like Trumped about his golf course in Scotland, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, he's a bad person. Oh, he's I didn't so, know this. Oh, he's but so good. In that, they were talking about. Like, oh, you suddenly figured that out from the yeah. documentary, not when he made fun of that guy with a disability. This was years before this. This was like a decade before this. Okay, okay. okay. So, um, 
one of the rich dads was talking. It was like rich kids interviewing their parents. Okay. And being like, well, I'm like rich, so I never know. Like, life has just been weird for me or whatever. Yeah, and this one so guy, hard. This one guy was talking to his son. I think it might have like, been one of the kids who was like, it was his documentary. And he was like, like what, do you, what advice do you have for me? And he's like, get a hobby. He's like, Maybe stamp collecting. Oh, no. And it's just like, I think sometimes when people have a lot of money, they just get like weird hobbies. Mm-hmm. Seen as his carpet collecting now. He's a he's a, a carpet collector. And then he was mad because like Nikki put down a couple of mats in the kitchen. Yeah. And he was like. Well, he, he was doing that thing that we catch people doing sometimes where it's like they act like they're doing a bit, but they're clearly mad. They're clearly. And it's not funny because the yeah. energy. It was funny because he kept acting like he was doing a bit. And then was it the brother? Whoever was near him. John Laurinaitis. Yeah, oh, he, no, no, no. The brother. The brother. Yeah. He was holding a baby. And then <laughs> Cena kept trying to like do that thing where like somebody's being shitty in a line in a public place being like, wow, they're sure taking a yeah. while. Ha ha ha. Right. But then trying to like. Get link you eyes it. with yeah. you and he was like scooting away with the baby and he was trying to like get the baby to yeah. be in on the bit it was so weird and then they're already teasing the stuff with like nikki really wanting a baby yeah they're like oh we should have a um make this turn this into a nursery cena says hi to the to birdie in chinese and birdie's just like not having it yeah well he doesn't have a real good like baby energy he his energy during this episode it's so intense it's just like huh, guys done guys done you guys want to get out of here guys good to go yeah can i buy another house down the street for everybody to hang out at that would be great if if i could just buy that and everyone would go down there and then he's not cut out to be he's like in he a did, relationship he was like or have they're oh, like oh we should take our shoes off or should we? and he's like guys you can wear shoes it's not a big deal but it looks like it's the biggest deal in the world <laughs> it looks like it's the like most it's important killing deal. him yeah but, you know, uh, there's a lot of camps in this breakup stuff. Um, yeah. I think it's a big old work. Yeah. And I think they're going to get back together and she's going to be pregnant real soon. And we're going to have another eight seasons of Total Bellas. Which, when does that, like, there's going to be a lull while the babies are too young to be sexy that the show's just not going to be very fun and then when the babies are like 16 it'll be like total bella bella like uh the new generation yeah and they'll be like all like oh we just met each other for the first time it's like we saw you get born you should know each other better i don't know i would love it if birdie was just like like a piano genius like mozart and didn't yeah. have any time for the cameras and was just composing these like beautiful numbers hey. no interest in wrestling yeah makes the most beautiful concertos that you've ever heard in your life did you say that your was it so you was your mom was like knows what's going on with cena and nikki no it was um <laughs> our buddy dj accident oh, reports that's right. mom was like hey uh it's not a work, and I feel sorry for him. And then he said he blocked her on Facebook. Oh. I don't know what's real. Who knows what's real? I'll tell you what is real. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sasha Banks have both re-signed with the WWE. God, you texted me earlier today and said that Sasha resigned. Yeah, well, sometimes I text stuff and it's not right. Yeah, well, you know. What are you going to do? Did I scare you? No, I have to um, go get our next guest. Oh, okay. All right, I'll I'll hang on, then I'll go let you get the next guest. Thank. All right, hey Sasha, how are you, Marty? Yes, thank you so much for waiting. Listen, I your elevators are super slow. They are. I will I will give you that. Yes, but 
Uh, I want to congratulate you on resigning. I accidentally texted Sarah that you resigned. There was a hyphen. Yes. You got, you, you got ahead of yes. yourself yes, and yes, yes, you yes. need to stay in your lane and mind your own business. Well, it's good that you're staying. Um, yes. I, I, Financially, I, it's amazing. Well, okay. We can get into that aspect of Financially. it. Financially. I can't even imagine the WWE without you. Thank you. Yeah. I can imagine that at some point I will be living in Japan, yeah. not working for WWE, yeah. and just basically being a video game junkie. Oh, okay. But like those public arcades, and yeah. everyone will crowd around me as I make record well, after record like after What's, high score. Are you going to like all those people crowding around you? They will They will know how far to stand Oh, okay. Well, the Japanese me. are very polite, yes. Yes, it's and it's culture. always a good idea to make a broad jurisdiction about any group of people. Okay. Social justice. Okay. <laughs> I never laugh. That was weird. Yeah, that was. <laughs> wow, you have an That's interesting so laugh. That's so weird. You have an interesting laugh. <sighs> Listen. Yes. Listen. I am. I have a prepared bank statement for you. Wow, okay. And everybody listening. Okay, fire away. This weekend is Memorial Day, so I want you to memorialize a few things. <laughs> sure. Gas prices are currently at $2.93 a gallon. That is high. Okay. They could climb. The roads could be very, very crowded, so be prepared to hit the roads early and be ready to pay more at the pump. Wow. If you're in Chicago... The worst times to travel are between 4 and 6 p.m. on Friday, May 25th. Yeah, that makes sense. Leave early or later. Find your way to AEW. Give yourself a little more time. Give yourself extra time if you're going. Yeah. If you're in Atlanta, Thursday, <laughs> May 24th, 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. Worst time to travel. <laughs> okay. Are you doing this for every city? I could. Okay. Top Memorial Day destination. Oh, yeah. This will be interesting. Number one. Orlando, Florida. Of course. Number two. You want to guess? Um, the Grand Canyon. Seattle, Washington. Interesting. Yeah. Chicago, not on the list. Well, that's okay. Number 10. New York, New York. Now, <laughs> for the real statements. Yeah, yeah. Give me some real statements. Here's how to make sure your summer vacation won't wreck your finances. Oh, okay. This is and great. I didn't get this off of MSNBC online. No, yeah, for sure. News. Hey, don't get into your retirement account early. It might seem like putting your hand in the cookie jar, but like, until you retire, that cookie jar is full of cockroaches. Do you think people have cookie jars anymore? Not really. Yeah. Not Millennials are killing the cookie, cookie jar, jar industry. industry. <laughs> don't. Bring your credit card. Bring it, but don't have that be your main point of spending. Okay. Unless you know oh. that you're spending money that you have. Sarah, yeah. Here's the danger. Okay. You get on vacation. Yes. Oh, I'm just recklessly living my life, relaxing for the first time in forever. Just take it right back, Airbnb. Exactly. No. <laughs> okay. I never would. Okay. You start spending yeah. like you have not a care in the world. Sure. And then when you come back, why did you even take a vacation if you've ruined your life? Yeah. By spending money on your credit card that you didn't have. Okay. A lot of people have debt. Nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. But don't add to it when you could be subtracting from it by spending money you really have. That's true. 
gas for out of town trips often costs on you're, you're average really focused on six hundred dollars. Really focused on gas, huh? Yeah. Listen, if you're taking a ship somewhere on your vacation, the average travel cost of being on a ship taking a ship is two thousand four hundred fifty six dollars. Like a cruise? A ship. It doesn't say cruise, it says ship. Who's taking a ship somewhere? I don't know, captain. Hey babe, you want to take the car or the ship? Maybe maybe um men with white beards and yellow rain slickers. Okay. Finally, enjoy yourself. But be responsible. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. I'm glad that you waited for me to do that because I think that was the best bank statement I've ever done. I yeah, it was up there with them you seem like you don't buy it no no no. i i do it's just don't buy it if you I can't afford here's it here's the thing i don't have a car so i'm not really focused on gas and it was, i'm really focused this was, on gas this was a very gas heavy bank statement well you're a gas heavy guy okay your twitter is literally farts unknown okay you know what i think and i think you're gonna like this i think now that WWE has all this money they should pay for your rental cars your gas what about and your hotels and health care number one fuck yes Yes. Yeah. I agree with you. I do too. But nobody would listen to you if you said that. No. <laughs> oh, man. This okay. laugh. You are just something else. You are something else. Uh, congratulations on resigning. Thank I'm you. sure you have all that money. Make going. sure to budget your gas money, Marty. I don't. You may find yourself in a rental and you will be thanking me on your hands and knees for that advice. All right. Thank you very much. 95% of people listening to this are in a car. Okay. Is that true? Bye. Okay. <laughs> Where'd you get all this stats? I have no idea. And it was such a, like, I don't drive. I don't. Uh, what do you do? Have a car. <laughs> I take Ubers, trains, buses. Mm-hmm. Trains, planes, automo ships. Yeah. Took them all the other day. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I had a car. So for the first time ever, I went to a, a airport and they had my name on a thing. Did that feel, felt, uh, feel good? Felt pretty good. I uh, I had a lot of cabs in Mexico where it was unclear how much it would cost. And listen, cab rides there can cost anywhere from like $7 to $12. 700 apparently. Yeah, apparently. Hey, what are you going to do? You just live your life and do the best you can and be nice to people. Uh, Sasha mentioned... Oh, you know what? Sasha, get back in here for a second. I got to ask her one more question. Don't tell me what to do. Please, please, please. What? I heard a report. Uh, Dave Meltzer said everyone in the back in the locker room. This is a room Dave heavy episode, by the way. That Ronda Rousey is just fitting in great, and she's the nicest person in the world. Is that true? You know, a lot of times when we're all saying one thing, yeah, is it true? <gasps> you think like that's just like corporate, a corporate edict that everyone's supposed to say she's cool and down to earth? Mm-hmm. I saw an article where she said she wants to have a family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Protect the business. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. I heard the gas station around my corner is going to change the prices. I have to go check prices. the prices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They could go up at any time. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I mentioned earlier that if I was a little kid watching wrestling on Friday nights, I would have all my figures out because that's what I did, Sarah. Yeah. You know, and everyone who listens to this know that I loved and still love uh, wrestling figures. And one of my favorite podcasts, a a friend of this podcast mm-hmm. from the beginning is the Fully Posable podcast with Jeff and Scott. They had a very special episode. So with fun. This guy named Bill, who was the head of the uh, WWF figure line at LJN. They interviewed him for over a half hour. It was 
phenomenal. It was so great. But yeah. we put it on at like two in the morning, right? Our, yeah, because DJ started puking at two in the morning. <sighs> she started I thought puking it was up like the plant that I care about morning. so much. Yeah, I thought it was like six in the morning. It was kind of nice that it was two in the morning. It was two, so I said, I can't sleep. I put it on. Mm-hmm. And what did you, okay, you're not a LJN historian. No, I only happened to buy you some that you liked. No, those were not LJNs. Oh, they weren't. No, those were well, Galoops see, I really and Hasbro's. Those were the big rubber ones. The LJNs are the big boys. Yes. Yes. Oh, he dropped a bombshell that before that there was a point where they were going to do G.I. Joe style. Yeah. Oh, I heard you go. I heard you go. Oh, man, that would have been great. That's exactly what you wanted. It was such a cool interview. Yeah, it was so cool. They asked all the right questions. Well, it was fun, too, because they are so like knowledgeable yes. and they love it so much and he was kind of like oh yeah i remember that like it was so I fun know. where it was like it was a he bummer. Was clearly had to design a lot of other things there were some things where he was obviously we are obsessed with wrestling we're obsessed with wrestling figures it's all not all we think about but it's like it's up there it's up there and there were some stuff where it was like i mean think of a job you did 30 years ago if somebody was like asking me well, thirty years ago, I was not allowed to have a job. Well, I'm, but I mean, like, but like, but imagine that. But if somebody was asking jobs, me really specific questions about Harry Potter the exhibition, right. it's like fun to talk about. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck some stuff up, you right. know, or be like, oh yeah. So, but that was kind of. Fun. I liked that dynamic yeah. because they're so up on where he'd be like, I can't remember the wrestler, and they'd be like, so and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm so like, and so. yeah. It was very interesting. Yeah, and I really liked it. He was great. He was cool. He wasn't like, "Ugh, you're bugging me." He reminded me of some of those guys that you'll see in like the toys that made us. Yes. Who were like, "Ah, oh, yeah, that was fun to design." He said that one of his favorites was Elizabeth to design. But, and also, he goes, "Gosh, she was so pretty." And then he was like, "She was so nice." And and I wish this was the there. There is one thing that they didn't get to talk to him about, or maybe they did. And I was asleep. Yeah, because we did about like playability, because like the poses are like Greg Nammer Valentine. He's like, nah, I didn't like that one that much. Yeah, he like, said he didn't like Ugh. it because of the sculpture, though. I would make all of them that way, and he was like, ah, oh, we tried to make it different and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not. Well, part- they were like, thank you so much, and then they're also yeah. like, did you design Rick Rude? And he was yeah. like, no. Ooh, man, because <laughs> then I would know who I have to have words with. <laughs> But I thought it was real cool, and, and he was like, and I love that that we're living in a world where you can access that, awesome? that kind of stuff they and like found, have a call from anywhere. I think they found his son on Reddit. They were saying that's so. cool. They found the son on Reddit, and they're like, and he was like, yeah, my dad did that, and they're like, can we talk to him? And he's like, I think so. That's so cool. So into it. I mean, it would so be cool. kind of fun if like somebody reached out to you and they were like, hey, we were like really into the world of dry cleaning warehouses. <laughs> like, can we please talk to you? Wouldn't you love to set that call up? It would be kind of interesting to be like, yeah, I think my dad would love to talk to you about that. And stuff. Yeah, and like, be like, yeah, sure, for sure. I think that'd be so funny. I thought it was cool. So if you are a fan of the uh, LJN figures like I am, a uh, very cool interview, half hour, so good, fully posable. Check it out. Yes. Just, just fun. I agree. Just goodness. Yeah. And man, oh man, we almost had G.I. Joe articulated <laughs> WWF Hey, figures. that'll be uh, down the line. That'll be down the line. We will we'll get had, the right people. I could have had Ricky the Dragon Steamboat we'll, team up with Kung Fu. <laughs> we'll get a Kickstarter going to have that. You saw those guys that made that ninja thing? Yes. We'll get them to make those. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I'm an eternal optimist, anyway. eternal sunshine of the optimistic mind. Uh, this Saturday on Showtime, Morrow's uh, documentary. Yeah, I'm excited for Bipolar that. Bipolar Rock and Roller. It looks amazing. Yeah. He did an interview 
on the MMA hour with Ariel Hawani. It was so good. Dude, Mara's an intense dude, man. He almost he started crying like multiple times on it. He is I think he feels a lot. He does. And like when you have a mental illness, I think sometimes it can make it like where you have this extra intensity and these extra yeah. feelings, but like he channels his emotion into what he does. Like, I think yeah. he's one of the people that's like, I, I've kind of, like, I don't have it all figured out, yep. but I have enough started to kind of. Absolutely. Eddie Kingston had a tweet today about how he has depression and he, like, is just continues to, I like, love it. move forward and I work. I think that this is starting. Ten years ago, people weren't talking not like at this. All. Ten years ago, people weren't talking about it. Um, I remember. Uh, just yeah, it, this is going to be a good thing. It's going to get a lot of people talking, which is important. He wants to take it to like schools and stuff. He was saying, and why? And I think mm-hmm. this is all all awesome. And um, yeah, I think the earlier we can get kids talking about their feelings, the better I, I it'll be so. later. Because I think just about everyone goes through like a period of trauma when they're about eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, when it's like that transition point. That's I remember listening to Loveline back in the day, and uh, Doctor Drew said that's when. The, that's when like the stress really kicks in when you're out of your normal environment, mm-hmm. and and a lot of times that's when mental illness will show. Yeah, sometimes it's it's earlier, um, and you know it's it's and it's nice now you can find other people where it's like, oh yeah, I experienced something like this. There's absolutely. an actress that tweeted out a thing where she was like, "This is a list that I made for my boyfriend to help me when I have panic attacks," and it was like, "It's awesome." Just like help me breathe. It'll be hard because I won't want to, but like just keep helping me. And then at the end, she was like, "Later, like after I've calmed down, maybe an hour or two later, like recap with me and like ask mm-hmm. what I could do better, and you know, like just keep being patient and like I know." And it was nice because it's like I know I'm this reasonable person, mm-hmm. but when my mental illness stuff happens. I'm not reasonable. So like, let's try to help each other out. And it was yeah. like, it was very nice. So, and I think, I think a great documentary, uh, can teach people about things. And I think, uh, this will be very awesome. I did wrestling with depression for a long time and tried to spread the word and stuff like that. And it's so great to see people kind of come up to you who may not have had many conversations like yeah. that and oh, yeah. be able to talk to you because it was just it's opening cool. a door. And I, and I know there were times where I was like, I would get bummed that it wasn't bigger or like, even if I'm being honest, there'd be times where I'm just like, how, how am I not getting like everyone asking me to interview and this yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, you're eh. so good at it. Like and, I understand uh, that thought process. But whatever. But if this can do that, amazing. Yeah. I think that'll be very cool. And it's not like you're not still talking to people yeah. about it or still time. being like transparent and honest. All and... the time. It's very cool. Yeah. And uh, Ariel Hawani is a, he's an MMA guy. Awesome. He's a pro wrestling fan too. He's a great interviewer. And if you want to treat yourself, there are, I think it's like two or three parts he interviewed Paul Heyman back in the day before Paul Heyman came back with Brock. And they talk about him almost going to TNA and what he would have done. Oh, wow. It's so fascinating. I'd love to watch so that. So fascinating. It, it makes you be like, oh, why didn't he just go there? Where is that? It's uh, the MMA Hour, Ariel Helwani, Paul Heyman. Just do like Paul Heyman MMA Hour. On YouTube? It's on YouTube. It's like a three-parter. It's so – every once in a while, I'll just be like, oh, I got to watch all those. It's just like a guy who gets it and who's like, here's what I would have done. And it's like, gets it that they can't be WWE. Yeah, yeah, Gets yeah. it that it's different. He wanted to get Daniel Bryan when they fired him and Kurt Angle and have them like build up to this big match. And it was just like, fuck yeah. Isn't it wild like what's happening now? <laughs> I know, right? I know. So yeah. I think it's very cool. But, yeah. Um, and then also, I don't want to be a bummer, but 
Uh, this is today as we record this. It's the 19th anniversary of Owen Hart's death. Uh, the Over the Edge pay per view in St. Louis. It was a super bummer. What have you ever heard about Owen Hart or his death? Uh, uh, we I think talked about it a little bit. It happened during the pay per view. Yes, but I don't know like how much people knew mm-hmm. or how exactly they handled it. It's one of those ones where I'm like. I guess I'd like to know that, but yeah. I also know I'm going to be really sad and upset. Oh, I think yeah. about it a lot when I'm at live wrestling about like yeah. what would happen. But I also think about it like at work meetings where I'm like, what would happen if somebody just died? Yeah, it is wild. And they kept doing it at a certain point. Was they... it a faulty equipment thing? Yeah. yeah. He was uh, going to use this like cable to lower himself down like how Sting used to do. Yeah. And um, it was the people who were doing who were in charge. I think there was a trial or whatever, and the Gosh. people who were like in charge of it, I think, were found guilty of negligence, but and that also, guy like, wasn't like equipped to do it. Oh no! Kind of like talked himself and talked himself into it or something. That's so sad because you know he wasn't going into it, it was trying not to into hurt it. anybody. He was not into it. He did not want to do it. Owen. Oh, he didn't. Nah. Owen didn't want like, to do it. And even? then Brett was like, "Oh, if I was there, I would have been like, he's not doing it." Oh God, that's so yeah. awful. And um, this was like, this was where every once in a while. They kind of call it the like like Jr. and Lawler. They'll they kind of it's like the I don't know if they say it's the Owen voice or whatever. But every once in a while, if it's like very serious, they kind of are like, "Hey, this is like you know." And they kind of do this like and they've played with it a little bit of like this is uh, like real deal. Yeah, and it was very you know they they it's because it's wrestling. Yeah, and like I mean, think of the Bella thing, and we're like, oh, they brought oh okay, maybe not. Yeah. So you're always thinking like, am I getting worked? Am I getting worked? Am I getting worked? And they do the announcement, and you could tell you're like something's not right. Then, did you see any of it? No, happen? it was during when they were playing the vignette for the match. Oh god! And then, that, so he was getting ready to like be. They were gonna drop him down. At least everybody didn't see it, but it's still... no. Everyone saw. It. Well, not on TV, they on didn't TV. see it, but there they saw it. They saw it happen. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Corderas, who's the referee, he was he almost landed on him, which would have I think maybe killed him too. He fell and hit like the like so the the, it just like it yeah. it lost yeah. slack it really instantly fast. just like there was nothing and he just hit it and then hit the ring oh, and then God. Lawler ran in and they tried to do like CPR oh, on him God. and stuff that's so awful yeah. and uh then Lawler and JR come back and they're just like um something really bad happened I will keep you posted and then, then what do you do when just, the TV's running they just put commercials just, on no there was pay-per-view there was no commercials so they just did a match Jeff Wait, Jarrett, they did a match? Jeff Jarrett, who was like his partner, one of his best friends, like passed him in the hallway and had to wrestle. Everyone was – the big debate was like if Shane died, you would have fucking stopped the stopped paper. It. They yeah. didn't stop it. That's crazy they didn't stop it. And then, Did they get a lot of heat for that? Yeah, of course. And then at, at a certain point, they announced that he had died. Did they just end it then and say everybody no. go home? No. No. And then the next, I feel like that w- would have been the right call to be like, know. you know what? We're giving everybody their money back. This is fucked up. I can't see anybody who would have been like, what the fuck? You know, but so then. Well, um, if they do, then that's like I know, a problem like, with them. All the wrestlers were just like wrestling, like, what the fuck? And then. Because um, if you ever tried to do like a show after something really traumatic happened. Well, let's see. I had to make deliveries after my sister died. But, yeah. uh, you know, my dad was dealing with it the way, the way he knew how. But, but it's like one of those things where it's like it's so hard. Sure. And collectively everybody's dealing with that of together. Course. Of course. But, I mean, is there a right way to handle something that was so horrible? I mean. I mean, there's probably a better way. I th- I think. I don't know too many people who would have been like, you're seriously canceling this? You know, and then the next night, again, that would be such a fucked know, up point of the view. The next night on Raw, I remember. So this was, um, everybody was like, 
home from school. So we were all watching it at my house. We always would watch wrestling at my house. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, fuck. And then it was like tomorrow night on Raw, it's going to be like the cel- like the celebrate the life and times of Owen Hart. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stay home and watch it by myself. Like nobody wanted to watch no. it together. And it was like, <sighs> ooh, it was rough. Because he so was sad. beloved. Would, beloved Do you have like a, um, like a nowadays equivalent? Or like someone, someone who would be similarly like on the card that if they died, it would be, it would be similar. I know that's a weird question. Yeah. I mean like, oh man, like a Daniel Bryan. Wow. Yeah. That's so sad. Not to be dark, but like, yeah, like a Daniel Bryan or people no, but who I think are it's, just like, it, we it, it all is a love, compliment like who doesn't to him? love this guy and who, yeah. there's nobody who's like, that's so sad. Yeah. It was bad and sad and all that Isn't stuff. Isn't it interesting too though that like the wrestling community at large kind of had to get through that together it was man it was one of those things like if you've been watching wrestling since you were a kid you've kind of been through a lot of the same stuff it's really interesting people your and that, age and like and yeah and wrestling fans all know everybody listening who saw that is just like oh yep i remember that yeah i remember it and it was just and like, then it's crazy to hear about because yeah. it's like i knew it happened but it's like oh god that really happened in real time for millions of people and that was that sort of set the tone for the like raws where it was like a celebration of somebody's you know what i mean that like set the template yeah of like that was like the the benoit one which turned into a whole nother weird thing well yeah and, and that like, i've heard a lot more about yeah. so we don't need to and go was, into it's that just kind we of don't like need to have a double header eddie of guerrero a... the yeah. eddie guerrero one you know what i mean where it's just like that was basically like oh we'll just give it the own Can you imagine being like up up doing the video for that like somebody had to work really Dude, really hard there, in a very was, short amount of time and that of course too is you see these these wrestlers who are like the strongest and they're crying and you're just like oh shit i remember too like seeing like kids with their families at that raw it was like such a weird and it's already like hard enough I for know. kids to understand kayfabe and it's like, like now you're seeing like grown-ups crying around it was just weird yeah. it was a weird deal and it was it was a bummer yeah. Ugh. How do I how do I uh segue out of that? Well, what do you have like a song coming up that I you mean, could play? Maybe maybe we'll do a song to cheer everyone up. Cheer Let's everybody up. Do. Bring them back. confessions. Holy fudge back my pants are stretching. It's time for Marty confessions for That right there is the smooth sounds of Kevin Aldridge, who I got to meet Your in person, person friend. this past weekend in Dallas. It was very cool. We got to meet up. And ironically enough, the bar we were at, um, uh, the guy who worked on the commercial with me goes, oh, can I get you a beer? And I'm like, yeah, let me get a Miller High Life. And he came back and brought me the little baby bottle, uh, <laughs> which like a lot of times if you get like a um, – a Bloody Mary, they'll give you that as like a little Oh, backer. yeah, like a little, like, here you go. And uh, when, I, I was uh, screaming like Andre because I was holding it in my hand. <laughs> and I was screaming like Andre, which was uh, fun to uh, do. It would have been funnier if you had a better Andre impression. I know. I was like, I'm Andre the Giant. I was like, nah, it's not good, but it's whatever it is. Um, it's not right, but it's okay. But it was awesome to see Kevin, and uh, I appreciate that. I got a couple confessions. This one is about having bad seats. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yes, we did. And uh, and we have an interesting little uh, confession here. So I actually did sit behind that horrible beam at Wrigley Field for a Foo Fighters show. 
<laughs> but wrestling, the notorious, the beam. notorious beam. Instead of the bean, it's the meme. <laughs> uh, but wrestling related, I went to a WWE pay per view at Allstate, the one where Enzo almost died. Oh God, remember that? Yes. Oh, Enzo's doing like a thing on. He's Memorial doing like Day. a big. Uh, well, let's public... not say big yet. Let's see who shows up. First. He's doing for himself what yes. he considers to be a big thank you. Yeah. What do you? Who's gonna go? Yeah, I don't know. It's also like when a case gets dropped for insufficient evidence. I, I know, feel like that's not I time know. to bring out the parade. It's, it's time to kind of so lay low and be weird. like, "How do I rebuild this in not a public?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, oh, it's so weird. So weird. But anyway, um, <laughs> I sat so in the uh, I sat in the upper deck corner by the Tron where you can't see any of the entranceway. <laughs> it was a shitty seat, but the story attached to it's pretty great. I'm there with my buddy, and these two ladies sit next to us. The one who sits next to me immediately starts up a conversation about how muscular my legs are. Stop. Not to brag or nothing. (laughs) She's talking very quickly and not in full sentences. I, being a typical wrestling fan, have zero ability to talk to women, awkwardly laugh and say thanks. A couple minutes later, without a word, she starts rubbing my leg. I get so nervous my penis goes inside my body. I look at her friend, and she just chuckles and rolls her eyes. Long story short, this girl was on something. I think it must have been ecstasy. She started holding my hand, gave me a back rub, then put her head on my shoulder. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) When Jericho's pyro, and then he put R.I.P., went off, (laughs) she just about fell over the balcony, despite the fact that I told her it was about to happen. Then... (laughs) He's still I trying know. to help. <laughs> I like this. Then finally, about two hours into the show, I glanced over at her and she was fast asleep. Aww. Her friend woke her up a little later and they stumbled out of the building. I learned a valuable lesson that day. Don't worry about your seats. Even if your view is shit, you can get a great story out of it. Sorry this was so long. <laughs> it wasn't even long. I wanted more. <laughs> uh, and I hope to run into you guys in my neck of the woods at All In. The Chicago suburbs represent... Your friend, Dude McNude. Dude McNude. Can you imagine, like, that's such a, like, cute, harmless drug story. Where yeah, like, I know. Ha! Your legs! <laughs> I know. She's probably just, like... All tuckered out. Her big old show. Big, going to a big old WWE show. Remember when everybody show. was... Not, not us, but the people around us were all doing Molly on New Year's. And they were all just like... Oh, yeah. We're just... Yeah, just, like... <laughs> one of my friends was like just keep talking to me just keep looking at oh, my eyes yeah, and keep talking to me and i was like all, all right cool i'm gonna go get food <laughs> you guys have fun touching each other yeah it was like my touching each other is chipotle uh do you have room for one more confession do i my heart is open to all the confessions all right here you we go know that I've been catching up on shows I was behind on, and I just listened Never to- feel bad for being behind Never. on podcasts, and any I, podcasts. And I just listened to your post-Mania weekend episode. I was super bummed that I missed Marty's match due to work. I'm a CPA, and it was a Saturday before tax deadline. Oh, man, I know what that's like. I work at a bank. Accounting may have taken away my chance to see Marty's big moment, but it did give me this wrestling confession. It was May of 2000. I was an intern at a CPA firm. They had trained me up- they, I'm sorry, they had trained me up and for the first time were sending me out to a client out of town for a job. The day before my big trip, I was a bundle of nerves. So as I prepared, I prepared as I could during the day, bags packed, computer bag, and a box full of uh, work papers all ready to go. And I planned to relax that night by ordering ECW 
Hardcore Heaven 2000 on pay-per-view and enjoying some beers. This was the one where RVD came back after being gone for a bunch of months to wrestle Jerry Lynn. Do you remember? Yes. I was a huge RVD fan, so I was super pumped. Unfortunately, my guy got beat, so in disgust, I decided to tape the rest of the show and watch it at another time. I have no idea what came over me as I walked, but as I walked into my bedroom, I decided it would be a great idea to do a five-star frog splash onto my bed from across the room. Oh, no. My friends, it was not a great idea no. because I totally overshot the bed due to a combination of A, not being a wrestler, <laughs> and B, having a freakishly long wingspan as I am six foot seven. Oh, no. My hand with fingers outstretched oh, no. smashed into the wall and just straight up destroyed my right no. ring and pinky fingers. No. Instead of getting a good night's sleep before my work trip, I spent the night in the ER. Oh, God. Sh- shout out to Our Lady of the Lake in Baton Rouge. Okay. I got home at 3.30 in the morning. I had to be on the road for a four-hour drive in oh, an God, hour and a half. Oh, God, drive? I made another great decision. I'm just going to pound some Cokes and stay up for the rest of the night. No. My friend, this was also not a great idea. No, my friend. Because, of course, I fell asleep and woke up two hours late. <laughs> I loaded up my car with only one working hand and hauled ass down I-10. About 30 minutes later, I got a speeding ticket. Oh, God! Then, another half hour, another hour and a half later, I got another one. Stop! I ended up being an hour and a half late on my first day, looking like I'd been up all night with a handful of broken fingers. Oh, God! When asked and what two the, speeding tickets? When asked what the hell happened, I protected the business and said I tripped over my briefcase and broke my hand trying to break my fall. <laughs> it did not occur to me... That blaming it on the firm equipment made it a work related <laughs> and report and reportable to HR. So my firm ended up paying my ER bill. I've never told anybody what really happened until this email. Oh my god. Sorry for being long winded and the snafu with the previous email. Oh, there was no problem there. Oh <laughs> how fucking great is that? It's such a reason. Sometimes lying line. pays off, guys. That's so because it's such a like oh well did you did you report that yeah that's exactly how they would act at the bank and well you tripped over work equipment you're getting paid for that you're getting paid for let us help you sweet intern friend uh oh one other non-condescending thing you <laughs> mentioned two things while talking about new orleans on the post mania episode first that you wanted to ask somebody about what it was like during katrina by all means, send me in as many questions as you'd like. Oh, wow. I'd be happy to answer them. Second, Marty named out my favorite coffee shop, French Truck. Oh, you loved French I Truck. I did. Uh, one of their head roasters is my neighbor. So look for a care package headed your way oh. at Challengers soon as a thank you for all the laughs and the positivity. <laughs> so nice. I've gotten from listening. You guys really helped me in some shitty times. Okay. Now the email is officially done. I'm hitting send on purpose this time. Sorry again for being <laughs> so long. Your buddy in New Orleans, Jason. Jason, oh my God! I just went on a freaking like Splash Mountain roller coaster amusement park ride of emotions. It was something. Can you believe that? Oh, I, I, I tripped over my briefcase. Well, then we better get you all well, squared you, away. Did you call Nancy in HR? Oh, well, of course you didn't. You were rushing to get here, you poor thing. Oh, well, we'll get you taken care of. Oh my God, that is how fun. So fun. I had to live with that for all these years and never tell anybody. Uh, and then to wait, and now there's a perfect <sighs> platform for all your wrestling confessions, and it's Shit. right here. And you just email us Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling at gmail dot com and get it out there. If you have a wrestling confession, send it to us. If you remember someone else's, you know, 
Just tell us what happened. Yeah, protect the business. You can change names. Oh, my God. That was so fun. This is why we do it. Both of those were great. Those a, were both so fun. A cra- I'm a trying and to remember. And we had so many other snippets of like the Wrigley Field. Yes. The Titan truck. Like French freaking, truck. French truck care package. Unbelievable. You know what? That was like a good cross section of like how great <sighs> the buddies are. I feel like we went on a real emotion, emotional roller coaster. I just today. want to meet everybody, and everybody's nice and fun and interesting. Well, come to AAW. Come to All In. Yeah, let's we'll all, try to come. Let's throw a party at Ryback's house. <laughs> what if we just threw a fucking rager there? No, we can't. He'll Do you have to put you. down like a deposit? He'll kill you. What if we had just like a fucking super bad <laughs> all the buddies. party, all the buddies, oh, no. everyone's in like wrestling heart shirts and protect the business shirts. And we all go we're to all jail. drinking beer out of wrestling heart koozies. <laughs> we just fucking trash Ryback's house. <laughs> hey, somebody say, uh, no. house. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ric Flair who is you, summoned by you, partying you, talk. Usually on a podcast, they have somebody come on and tuck you in bed, not me. I'm here to ask hey, you to come hey, hang out with me. Hey. Get out of bed. Pull on a bathrobe. You don't even have to put on real clothes. Pull on a bathrobe. When you go to a bar, people love it. They go, what do you got? You got a bar? You got a bathrobe on? What do you got in there? And then you show them and you open it up. You can be naked. <laughs> you can be naked. Up. You can have underwear. You learn like you do a level. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah. you've been randomly for no reason yeah. promoting old episodes of yes. your podcast yeah. this week. Does it have anything to do with your appearances on our this show? This week live on the MLW Radio Network. <laughs> we talk about SummerSlam. <laughs> 2000, John Stewart showed up at SummerSlam. Let's talk about it. The Daily Show Zone. John Stewart. <laughs> He's not doing the Daily Show anymore. But he doing it when they Trevor did this podcast. Noah. What? What are you doing it when I'm doing the podcast? <laughs> no, he wasn't. Not even then, I don't think. Oh, so Deadpool 1's coming out. No spoilers, everybody. <laughs> I do my review of Deadpool 1. <laughs> Funny they call Why it 1. It Deadpool 1? Star Wars 1. Deadpool <laughs> 1. John Wick 1. <laughs> coming in and then hear the podcast. <laughs> TNA, I think they should change the name to Impact. Let's talk about it. You have to stop. I can't. Legally, I can't Legally, stop. yeah, you have to be making appearances. Anyway, so dues. good to be here. Thank you so much Don't for being here. Don't go to bed. Here. Go to the closest bar. And just yeah, order. they'll take care of you better at just, the bar than at your house, huh? Just order some drinks. Uh-huh. Have fun. Hey, what about when the tab comes? Go ooh it over there and then run out. <laughs> No consequences. I under the Smith tab. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. And they go the Smith tab. Yeah, the Smith. Tab. And you're already gone. And then you're already gone. <laughs> and there's no consequences. <laughs> Somebody said it like last week when I said there's no consequences and there's no consequences. Yeah. Now get a shirt that says that. No fear. Don't no consequences. go to sleep. Stay awake. Live life. Life is for the living. <laughs> Not for the Have sleeping. fun. Don't ever sleep. Okay. Partly all night. Okay. Sleep during the day. Okay, so sleep sometimes. If you need to sleep during the day. But try not to. But try not to. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> all right, Sarah. Well, Uncle Rick did not tuck him in. Um, you know, go out. Don't go out. Do whatever you want to do. Live your life. 
eventually there'll be wrestling, uh, uh, live wrestling on Friday nights. You can live your life. That's you right, Brad. To. That's right, Brad. You just listen. What? Create your own possibilities. Is that on Ryback's wall framed? Yeah. Yeah. Achievement. Achievement. And then it's just a golfer. Oh, man. Soaring. <laughs> Freedom. What was the Bruce Lee one? It was just like, hey, Bruce Lee's a good guy. Hey, man, you know who was cool? Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. Also, he has that uh, he on the TV in his living room. He has Solo. It's got Solo. It makes you think he's got like a screener. Yeah. Of Solo. Or a screensaver. <laughs> or a screensaver. Screensaver. Lightsaber. He's screen. got a leadership poster. I'm just going to do a quick little. Yeah. Uh, Hit he, it. He's got a very clean sink with some with a cleaning product there. Pots and pans. Uh, Keurig. 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 I can't read that one. Well, you have to pay the money. I, that, I guess that's true. Pay the money, read the signs. Yep, take a ride. Defeat is a state of mind. No one ever, no one is ever defeated until defeat has been accepted as a reality. Accept defeat. Bruce Lee. Accept defeat. My favorite, hold on, what does he have over his bed? He's got... He's got... Caddyshack poster. He does, but he also has a thing that says hustle mode. And hustle it's like mode. a it's like a poster he got at Spencer's. I don't know about you, but when I lay my head down in bed, yeah. I'm in hustle mode. Well, you know what? Go to bed up. and then when you wake up you'll be ready for hustle mode hustle tomorrow. Mode, hustle mode, hustle mode, hustle mode. All right, for Unky Rick, for Sarah, for Brad, for everybody on here. Good night, uh, buddies. I'm Marty. Good night, and we'll see you next week. See you next week, buddies. This is the MLW Radio Network.